Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. A high alert has been issued for air pollution in London. The Mayor of London is urging people to be careful and avoid unnecessary journeys in a bid to help lessen pollution levels. Sadiq Khan said the alert shows his plans to widen the ultra-low emission zone, where a fee is charged for the most polluting vehicles, to cover the whole of the capital are vital. The expansion of ULES has been met with some criticism, partly due to the impact on people during the cost of living crisis. Amongst those questioning the plan is Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Transport in London is devolved to the Labour Mayor of London and it is disappointing that the Mayor, backed by the Leader of the Opposition, is choosing not to, listening, not to listen to the public. But just what does this high alert mean and how concerned should we be? Frank Kelly is Professor of Community Health and Policy and Head of the Environmental Research Group at Imperial College London. So we monitor air pollution across London every day and it's reported out on the internet on a website called London Air. And using the government guidance, the air quality is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. And when it's between 1 and 3 then that's low air pollution. When it's between four and six, that's a moderate air pollution event. And whenever it's six to nine, it's high. And whenever it's 10, it's very high. So over the last couple of days, we've been having moderate. And then uh, yesterday and today, we've been having these high pollution events. So it's just, it's a a simple way to indicate that the air pollution is getting worse in the air. What has caused this high air pollution alert? So uh, there was a couple of reasons for the pollution to get worse in in London the last few days. The primary reason has been this very cold air event that we've been having. So we've had this this, uh, blanket of cold air across London and parts of, uh, of England, and that has acted as a trap for all the pollution that's being emitted from from different sources on the ground, such as, you know, from vehicles or from from domestic wood burning or, or, or fires. So the way we think about this is to think of boiling a pot of uh, water. And if you don't have the lid on the pot, then the steam gently escapes. But if you put the lid on the pot of water, then the steam hasn't got anywhere to go and the pressure builds up. And that's exactly what happens when we've got this cold inversion across the south of England. The other reason that the pollution is increasing is when it's very cold, of course, we need to keep ourselves warm. 
and it often leads to increased energy use. And that, in many cases, you know, could be open fires or, or wood burners. There's been a lot of reports of that, of people, you know, starting fires, which they wouldn't normally do. And this adds to the local pollution building up. How often are these types of alerts issued? They're not very frequent at all. If we think about over the last five or six years, on average, it's maybe only only two or three times a year. If it's an exceptional year, we might see five or six high alerts. So it's it's certainly not a frequent thing to occur anymore. And how can this impact people's health? So the air alert system is to simply alert in everybody that there is going to be increased air pollution. And for those who have an established condition, such as asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or maybe they've had a cardiovascular event in the last few years, then they tend to be more susceptible to these increases in pollution. So it's alerting people like that, that they need to be careful uh, and maybe not to go out at certain times in the day or or certainly not to go exercising at certain times in the day, the rush hour. Uh, Or if they require medication to treat their condition, they they may need to make sure they've got adequate amounts of it if they are going out. And then for the general populace, it's really there for two reasons. One, just to, to let them know that they, they may suffer some, some effects of the poor air quality. But also the, the additional message that goes with it is if air pollution is going to be bad on that particular day, then, you know, please try and do your best not to add to the problem. So think about re- if you really need to make that car journey or whether you need to, you know, to light that fire, because all these things, you know, will contribute to, to the problem itself. And in the grand scheme of things, how bad is London air quality at the moment compared to how it used to be? Well, air quality has been improving over the last 20 years or so. We have had a number of schemes introduced into London by the various mayors, starting with the congestion charging scheme in 2003 and then the low emission zone in 2008 and and most recently the ultra low emission zone in 2019. All these schemes have been brought in to try and reduce either the amount of traffic on, on, on the roads in London or the, the quality of the emissions of, of the traffic that are on the road. So without those schemes, we would not have had seen the improvements in air quality. Pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide, which is primarily coming from diesel vehicles, we've seen a real uh, decrease in that, both from the the uh, the decline in 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 uh, poor quality diesel vehicles on the road, but also the improvements in public transport uh, that various mayors have been able to to bring in through uh, through hybrid buses and and single decker electric buses. So in general, London's air quality is improving, but obviously on days where we have these alerts, it's it's not good enough for everybody to breathe. We're going to be looking at the ULES expansion in part two of this episode. Do you think this is the answer to improve air quality in London? I th- I think when you look at the, at the data, there are improvements required in the outer boroughs. And uh, I know people often say that there's not, you know, the same amount of public transport available in those boroughs. But I think if we can have improvements in public transport alongside expansion of the ultra-low emission zone, it's really only a win-win situation for, for all the residents, but especially for those who are feeling the effects of air pollution on a day-to-day basis. 
Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear from our city hall editor and transport editor, Ross Lydell, about the criticisms of the mayor of London's ULSE. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Ross Lydell is the Evening Standard's City Hall Editor and Transport Editor. Well, the Mayor decided at the end of last November, you know, a month or so before Christmas, to expand the ULES, the ultra-low emission zones, from its current boundary, which is just inside the north and south circular roads, to the Greater London boundary, which essentially takes it up to the M25. Not quite, you know, it's, it follows roughly the borough boundaries, but it will essentially mean that all 33 boroughs of London will now be inside the ultra-low emission zone. And that means if you're car or van or motorbike or lorry or coach uh, does not meet the mayor's emission rules and these are uh, the emissions that come out of the exhaust tailpipe then you have to pay a levy from £12.50 a day. Ross, who is opposing the plans? Well the most recent and most vocal opponents in the last week or so are a number of the suburban London boroughs who have come out in opposition to the ULES expansion either saying that they will do what they can to make it difficult for TfL to put in the new CCTV cameras on the borough roads that would be used to enforce the ULEs or calling for a delay to the implementation date. Also, a number of MPs have spoken against the ULEs expansion. But the, the reason for this is sort of twofold. Primarily, it dates back to the consultation on the ULEs expansion that was done by Transport for London last summer. 60% of respondents said they didn't want the zone to expand, but the mayor decided to go ahead. And the other issue is the cost of living crisis, where many politicians and councils are saying this is the wrong time for an expansion of the ULEs, that forcing people to try to essentially trade in their car to buy a more modern vehicle that would be ULEs compliant and therefore not at risk of incurring the £12.50 a day levy, this is not the time for that to happen. Will Sadiq Khan have to answer to anyone on this or can he just go ahead with the plans? Well, without wishing to sound like Jackie Weaver in the days of the, the Zoom fun and games at the start of the pandemic, Sadiq Khan has the authority, he has the legal power to expand the ULEs. He's allowed to do it. The consultation, as far as we know so far, it is considered legitimate. There may be rumours that the boroughs are looking to challenge it, uh, but it was a consultation, not a referendum. And even though the majority of respondents 
were opposed to the expansion. That doesn't mean he's not allowed to do it. So it's legitimate in that sense. In a more technical sense, he has to install 2,750 CCTV cameras around the wider bit, the sort of donut around the North and South Circular, between the North and South Circular and the M25 to enable the ULES to be enforced. Now, what we found out yesterday is that of these 2,750 cameras, about two-thirds, about 1,800 of these cameras can be installed or will be installed on the top of existing traffic lights. And basically the boroughs are not able to object to that because TfL has the legal power to do that. And essentially, uh, there's no way to stop that. The issue between the boroughs and TfL and City Hall just now was whether uh, they can manage to block TfL from putting up extra poles and posts on which to site the remaining, what, sort of 900,000 cameras. I I think the expectation would be that by next August, the zone will be implemented, uh, but it may not be implemented uh, as fully as the mayor would wish. That's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.